The Midnight Snack Podcast would like to acknowledge the Darawal and Bidjigal people as the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today. We would like to pay respects to elders both past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across this nation listening today. What up everyone, this is Lolly with an I, not a Y, get it right. This is Ru, aka the Culture Black Kid. And you're listening to the Midnight Snack Podcast. Let's go. Tasty's podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. Here to bring you the latest, greatest, and add to your playlist. We are here, episode 75. Yeah. 25 away from 100. You know what? Yeah, that's not that far away if we really think about it. Far out. Yeah, we've been really, since we've gone to the two weeks Mm. episode, Mm. like we've been... Crazy. Really moving. Really Mm. moving. Yeah. Like more than I've ever moved in my whole life. (laughs) I'm a slow human being. You don't be going to the gym? Like ever since I had my surgery, nah. Fair enough. My physio was kind of like, ha, fuck off. Don't want to see you anymore. You're good. Like stop being a little bitch and get back in the studio. Fair um, in the studio. In the studio. In, <laughs> in the, the gym. gym. Yeah. In the in the Pilates studio. And um, I'm still a little bitch and can't even do anything because I'm I'm scared of hurting my nerve again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I took yeah. my gym my gym situation at home because yeah. I just couldn't be bothered driving to the gym. Fair. I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna work out, I'm working out at home. Feels. I get you on that. Like, let me walk downstairs. Let me walk up and yeah, downstairs. <laughs> that's it. That's that's workout. Feels. But how are you doing? I'm good, man. It's Tuesday. I'm having Taco Tuesdays at mm. my sister's. So nice. I'm excited. Nice. Nice. You already know, like every other episode, I'm hangry, guys. I'm hangry for the snacks that we're bringing on to this episode yes. and for tacos tonight. Yes. yes. Very nice. excited. Well, we've got a very good episode for you guys today. And before we get into it. Yeah. Uh... Jack Harlow. I know we've had our criticisms or you've had your... Wait, wait, wait. Where where are you getting these notes from? Like, why am I in the dark about oh, things? Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Here's your here's your brief. I get... Man, I don't need no brief. What do you mean brief? Me? Brief? Brief. <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. I don't need a brief. Kobe. All right. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is already a mess. Here's your brief. Thanks. And let's discuss Jackson, uh, Jackman... Jackson Jackman Harleasy. Jackman Harleasy. Yes, we've been very critical of him in the, well, you've been very critical of him in the past. Yeah, um, the kids don't miss you, bro. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Well, anyway, he is starring in a reboot of the 90s classic White Men Can't Jump. Mm. Have you seen the original? I have not. Mm. I don't don't do white men, bro. I just don't. Well, it's also like a black... Man in it. Well, it's got we- so it's got Wesley Snipes and, and you trying, Woody Harrelson. You trying to figure That's out my type, bro? Like you trying to figure out my type here? Like I mean, you've, I don't, you've I don't have a type. I just don't yeah. do white guys. Like, That's true. So white men can't jump. Good to know. Yeah. So I've watched the original. It's been a minute, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Not my favorite nineties movie. Though. I'll probably go to like mm. a Bad Boys or something like that. Hundred percent. But you what's know, it about? It's about this uh, guy who plays like pickup basketball mm. and. Uh, he sees this white guy who plays and he's actually really good. And he goes to like these basketball courts and hustles uh, all these other guys out oh, of money. Dope. Cause they yeah, think the yeah. white guy can't play basketball. White guy can't jump. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's so, the general gist of it. So he's Jack Harlow, Jackman, um, Harleasy going yeah. to play the, the white man. Yeah. Woody Harrelson's oh. original character. Oh yeah. So, well, he's a good looking man. So maybe I'll like him more as an actor than, yeah. than, his latest album. Then his music. <laughs> the latest album. So, you know, despite wow. the music, this is still pretty dope. So yeah, shout, dope. shout out to Jack Harlow on that. But real quick, mm. I just came up with this game. 
yeah. that I want to play called Snack or Whack. Ooh. First time, this is debut. And I'm just going to name a couple things. Okay. And I want you to say whether the, it's snack or it's whack. Okay. okay? So okay. okay. Go, go, go. Let's make it quick. The prospect for this movie. Uh, Snack. Cool. Rihanna's Super Bowl snack. performance. <laughs> <laughs> Very <Yeah>. Snack. <laughs> yep. Dipping cookies in orange juice. Like Loki snack? Like it's like cookies and milk, but it's like, imagine it's a chocolate cookie, right? And you're dipping it in orange juice. It's like having chocolate orange, which a lot of people have. That is true. Yeah, they do put yeah. oranges in. Yeah. yeah. Why? Look, you, you're giving me the face like, mm, but why does still, no one still trust still anything I say? Like I actually have valid reasons for my answers. No one, no one on this podcast or on this earth respects me. Next. Having to travel public Whack. transport. Just having to travel. Rude. <laughs> I hate driving. <laughs> I hate doing having anything. Having to travel, period. Public transport's a big no for me. I haven't caught public transport since beginning of COVID, so we just... Mm. I've been hanging out with my nieces too much, man. Oh, yeah, no. I've been traveling public transport a lot recently because my car is still in the shop. I really oh. want it back. Anyway, Rip, bro. and the Minna Snack Pod being back. <laughs> Whack, because I have to see your face and actually talk to you. So, hell no! Hilarious. <laughs> hell and, to the no! And on that note... Let us get into our music for this episode right after this. Yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm weak. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can see, bro. Your biceps are like slacking. <clears throat> They're slacking. They're smacking. <laughs> They're not snacking, though. <laughs> They're not snacking. <laughs> All right, we are back. Uh, let us get into this episode for music mm. this week. Now, Hooligan Hefs, if you have not heard of him, he is a rapper. He is originally from Doonside. He put out his first song in 2019. Mm. And, you know, since then, he has been absolutely blowing up. Was his first song the Eats Well one? Tell no, that was Eats like, well. no, no, I think it was The Party. Somebody. Oh, yeah, I forgot how that went. Yeah. But yeah, 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 I remember yeah. that. So, it was. yeah. So, Hooligan Haps is probably one of the biggest rappers in Australia. I think I think we can say that. Okay. Do you don't agree? I'm just, okay. I'm just acknowledging. Okay. Okay. And he dropped a song recently called... Ruthless featuring Celine Sharma. Yeah, Celine Sharma. Mm. I mean... Kudos to you. I'm sorry, I haven't I haven't heard of you before. Me that, that's neither. my bad. But you know, that's maybe because that's not really our style. Which speaking of, you know, this song is in the lane that sometimes he dabbles in, which is alongside the more house, the more EDM y type. More dance. Yeah, dance. Than hip hop. Like yes, it's rap, but it's not hip hop at all. No. Not a hip hop genre. Yeah. And, you know, we have some thoughts. On that, that we're gonna share with you now. First, you know, uh, he dropped this song. I, I, it's a single, but I feel like it's just a Lucy. I don't think it's a lead into any project or anything. I think it's just a song, just because it's summer. Can I say something? Yeah. This is, and you know what? Look, credit to Hefs for doing his thing. Mm-hmm. This is a song, not a single. Okay, I get. Exp- uh, explain. This song's not great. Okay. It's not good. My opinion, mm-hmm. not a good song. Very mm-hmm. weak one. Shouldn't be a single. Don't know how he has mm-hmm. 
700 plus you dreams. You know why it's a plus dreams. Yeah. Well, you know why it's a single. Yeah, because it is being overplayed just like a lot of his other music at places like Ivy. Not mm. even like the pool club, right? Like it's more you like. You think it's like the downstairs? Like, I don't know. It's a shit part of Ivy where you find all so the, the 17. Yeah. Okay. So. The sweaty, like the it's super sweat, sweaty. It's sweaty Ivy vibes, yeah. right? Sweaty Ivy vibe. It's for. The, the, oh, okay. Hooligan Hef's music for me is not my style mm-hmm. because I am not a 17 year old boy trying to, you know, get into a club and get my D-I-C-K wet. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, not for me because yeah. I feel like that's who he's making music for. Yeah. And with this song, to be specific. Oh, yeah, with this song in particular. This song is about okay. this song is catered for a 17 year old who is at Ivy in the shitty main room trying to get his D-I-C-K wet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a 17-year-old in Ivy main room, sweaty, trying to get my D-I-C-K wet. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I just feel like, you know, this song came on and my ears bled. Yeah. Did not like it. Celine, all right, cool. Cool voice. The hook is catchy because it's the same line. Super with poppy. Super poppy. Yeah. Same line. They they fit the genre well, but it was boring and it's not memorable. And I don't know how this song is a single, if I'm going to be honest with you. It's just boring. Like, I don't know how his label approved this song. Because it's so bad. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I also don't like this song. I, I don't think that's a, a surprise. Um, I think the thing that I look at the song with is that I think it feels super dated. Mm. And Dated how? Like, give me a time, so, an era. Like, 2012. 2012. And, yeah. <laughs> that's the specific thing. No, you're right, though. Like, you're so right with that. And look. You know, he has an audience that does listen to this music. And, Mm. you know, I totally understand that. But for a general consumer, Mm. I don't think this is the right direction to go. Do you think he's limiting himself with his audience by only sticking to this genre? Well, but that's the thing is that he's not. Because Mm. he also puts out Trap and Drill songs. The the week after he put out this song, because this song didn't come out this week. It came out a few weeks ago. The week after he put out that song, he put out a song with Young and Lips, mm. and it was like a trap song. And I was like, I okay, heard that. I like that one. It was I called, didn't like it, but it was it was yeah, it, it was decent. It was, yeah. it was called uh, Rolling Loud. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like mm. I can get behind this. I went back into discography. I, I quickly like uh, skimmed over some songs just to refresh myself. Yeah, uh, all the drill songs. I'm like, yo, like I really enjoy these tracks. Mm. All the features he did on drill songs, mm. trap songs, great. Very then strong. All the ones he put out, including again the first song he put out, which has like an EDM drop in it, mm. and you know the the Itzwa one that you brought up, which also was very house. Come on, dude, Itzwa. Yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't. Now is you know, that because of the genres that you usually listen to and your taste in music? Yes, it's probably because my taste has developed. I've got a lot more of a, you know, I'm, I'm I know what I like now. Mm. My my palate is a lot um, better. For when it comes to music, mm. <sighs> okay. Okay. Do you, do you want me to continue or do you, do you no, want to No, you in? continue. Okay. I just had a thought. And okay. I was like, ugh. And the reason why I said 2012, uh, two minutes ago, is because I grew up, uh, I went to high school when I was from 2010 to 2015. You went to high school? Me too. No way. <laughs> I didn't know you Educated. went to high school. <laughs> and um, if you're not, that's okay too. Yeah, it's totally fine. No discrimination. And Rue, you can't be discriminating on the pod. David Guetta was the hottest thing out when oh, yeah. it was in uh, 2012. Actually, I was the hottest thing in 2012, but I 
don't think that's the I case. I think that's the case. Because, you know, uh, you know, high school glow up. I'm not even sure you finish your high school glow up. I don't even think you started to glow oh. up, darling. I'm still blossoming. <laughs> you dug your own hole with that one. I mean, you're going to die a child. So, I mean, your beard, with a beard? your beard says enough about a not growing up and second, not glowing up. So don't even try to attack me there. Mr. Purple Hat back anyway. with my Lakers. Bro. Shut up. Hey, no, shout out the Lakers. Shout out to LeBron James, uh, highest NBA uh, scorer in the league. And yet you're still not my the God. highest in my league, but let's go. That's that's true. I'd, I'd hope I, was, I wasn't. I didn't get it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't get it. So the thing I'm saying is that the, the, the lane that he's going with this just, you know, it doesn't suit what his strengths are. It's, it's pretty much the, the, the summary yeah. of, of what I'm trying to say. I feel you because yeah. I feel like this is just my statement. I cannot take Hooligan Hefs seriously as a rapper on songs like this. Mm-hmm. And that's something coming from someone who does listen to dance music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I listen to more of the pop stuff than you do. I've got, I guess, a um, more expansive palette than of you course. do because yep. I, I as a songwriter, like yep. primarily, yep. I'm – consuming a lot of different mm-hmm. genres to yeah. blend and cater yeah. for different whereas you're more on the artistry side yes you know and it's you're not, creating yeah. you're consuming things that you want to create for your yes, sound definitely very different we have as creators we've got curated mm-hmm. palettes yeah right? and, but that's not saying that i'm you know i don't know anything about exactly because i i grew up listening to 101.7 when go. i was driving to school and you know yeah. so i know all about all these classic rock artists 100%. and indie artists and we're, we're educated. We're not yes. ignorant on different genres but, and stuff. But you are right that yeah. you know, in this at this current moment in time, ninety five percent of what I listen to is hip hop and R and B. And whilst you're you you know, you're I consume everything a lot more. Abroad. But that doesn't stop me from saying that I can't take him seriously because it sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds dated. Yeah. Like bro, they were doing this shit ten years ago. If you're not gonna add something new to it, yeah. change your flow up, yeah. change something, add a different element. Like I hear what you're trying to do, but it's just not hitting. So what would be an element of so if you were to take this track, if you were the yeah. executive producer of this track and you uh or the label, let's say the label. Yeah. And you heard this track and you're like, mm. Wait, you you have the reaction that we're having right now. Mm. What would you do to this track to improve it and bring it into 2023 yeah 100% so drill is popping right now okay we can agree with that mm-hmm. find a way to infuse your strengths in drill and put it into the music that you like done that's I, I actually really agree with that because mm. a drill R&B is such a big thing and it's so sexy right and I don't yeah. love drill yeah. but drill R&B is sexy and it I love is. it why because it's a new well, not new genre well, it's drill new-ish. yeah drill new ish and the new sound of R&B yes infused together to create Furthermore, another subgenre, yeah. which we all love subgenres. So why are you doing a 2010s dance track yeah. with your Tumum Dunitswa, same flow that you do on mm-hmm. every single song? And may I add something? Cover art was boring. Same with the Rolling Loud one. Boring, unoriginal. And I'm acknowledging that yeah. as an artist. Mm-hmm. So clearly his audience aren't people like us. Of course. And, like, I'm happy to accept that. But yeah. I'm you not going to accept simplicity and this song is just simple and boring and yeah. that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I, I really want to be a, a fan of Hooligan. I am a, a fan of Hooligan yeah. Hefs. I just, you know, I think that, and, and this is probably one of my, my final points, mm. I think that he is a dope artist. Look, you're one of the biggest artists in Australia. You know, clearly you've done something right to get to this point. Mm. Like, 
success isn't just for the most part, you know, obviously there's, there's things here and there, but you know, you still work hard to get to success no matter what happens. He's found his audience and he's catering to it. And you can look at that as success. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think you need to do these type of tracks. Obviously, clearly they're getting the streams, but I don't think you need to do these type of tracks to get the streams. Ah, okay. You, what you're trying to say is this is beneath him. Yes. And if he focused on his strengths, he would be doing much better exactly. than what he's doing right now. Exactly. Yes. Like when he's rapped on drill songs, the the way he's delivering his lyrics and his content is so much more engaging. Authentic. And what feels like more authentic yeah. than this Mm. And, you know, this suffers from what Fantano calls boring verse syndrome. (laughs) Boring verse syndrome. That's literally this song, but boring nearly everything, even Celine's part, sorry, syndrome. And I just, you know, I honestly think that what he's doing with this style is going to be detrimental to him in the long term. Mm. If It it, it clearly works for him now. Like I said, it's it's got the streams. You know, he's, he's done it before. But... Your core audience, after a certain amount of time, because his first song came out like on streaming, came out in 2019, mm. so it's only been four years. Mm. Your core audience is going to start going, all right. Like, and, and start realizing the, the more you do two different styles that are good and not so good. Mediocre. And putting them against each other. Mm. And, you know, your core audience starts to um, realize that. They're gonna go. I don't really like this this version mm. of of this artist anymore. Mm. It's like I'm over it. It's like a Drake when he first put out One Dance. Mm. Like everyone was like, "Yo, Yo, this is amazing. Drake's the best." Yeah, and then he kept putting out more dancehall songs, yeah. and I'm like, like yeah, it's cool. But I liked dancehall Drake. But see, that's the thing. But do you get maybe, what I mean? Though? Maybe Hefs. Yeah, I do get what yeah. you mean. And maybe Hefs is doing that. But yeah. also, people who were like, "Nah, not really." Maybe they really like fucked with Drake's latest project. So I think it's it's. I don't know if it's smart or not smart to be doing two genres because maybe yeah, if they like the artist but sort of don't like that style yeah. anymore, they'll explore his other genres that yeah. he's got there. But also, it's like. I know what's happening here and what I feel is happening. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. What I feel is happening is Mans is just seeing that he's getting a lot of attention from this style and he's rolling with it. He's found his audience. He's found a sound that is giving him the yeah. traction that he wants as an artist. He's going to roll with it. Yeah. Like I love R&B. I don't have an R&B voice. Yeah. I think uh, Heft loves making this type of music, but mm-hmm. it's not his strength. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much what I'm saying and it's it's – it's kind of like a, you know, when, uh, no, I don't want to say it like that because I'm not <laughs> J. Cole level and you're not Lil Pump level. But yeah, no, because you are so much like I. I We're just, you know, so he's not J. Cole level. <gasps> well, I'm not. You're not? <gasps> and Annie went to high school. Yeah. It's Annie went to high school. Yeah. And and uni and college like J. Cole did. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Um, um, but you're not J. Cole. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm not. Sorry. Um, pretty much what I'm trying to say is that from a, a, a an audience member. From someone who's who's watching your style, I think that if you keep trying to put out songs like this, that is going to be detrimental to your overall landscape and your longevity when it comes to good word um your position in this in this music scene. And if you focus on something that's a strength, that's your trap and drill, which is actually like really dope, it's like really good. Then 
the the chances of you being around the the, the length that like a hilltop hoods like longevity in Australian yeah. music is who are still who touring are getting consistent plays and consistent tours. Shout out John and Beth for uh, jumping on the all horror those lineups, show. the horror yeah. show ones, and yeah, you know, doing her thing for sure with all of those people. Yeah, I think that will benefit you in the long term, personally, from Rue. And from Lolly, I just yeah, I just didn't like this song, bro. Do better. Okay. Simple. All right. Anything else? Can I rip off my paper now? No, you can't because we have another episode to do that is out on Thursday. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Stay 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 tuned tuned for that. But anyway, that's going to do us for this episode. Make sure you go check out our playlist. The MK, you thought I was going to go, make sure you go check out the song. No, I was blanking out. I was thinking of my outro. Oh, you were trying to think of what you're going to say. I was thinking about what I'm going to say. Stay tuned for what I'm going to say. I never think about it. And it's not scripted, guys. It's not written on the yeah, brief. Facts. Make sure you go check out our Midnight Stack playlist on or MK, MKS playlist on Spotify. Mm. Uh, make sure you go follow us at MKS podcast on all streaming platforms. Yeah. On, on, social on all media. socials, should I say. <laughs> We're just losing it a bit. Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. And, and I will not be putting this song on the playlist, but you can find many other good songs yes. that we both enjoy on there. 100%. Yes. 100%. No hate, just hangry. All right, I've been Root, aka The Culture Black Kid. And I'm Lolly with an I, not a Y. Get it right. And this is the Midnight Snack Podcast, Australia's tastiest podcast, and your one stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. We are out. Peace. Peace. And keep making good music so my ears don't bleed. Thanks very much. The Midnight Snack Podcast is hosted by Lolly and Root, and executive produced by AJ and Rennie of Midnight Root. Theme song and transition music by Midnight Sound. Be sure to follow us at MKS Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and DM us if you would like to suggest a topic or like your music to be possibly featured on the show. Make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, share and leave a review. It helps a lot. Stay tuned for future episodes every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Peace.